Welcome to another edition of the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Randy Zellia from BackSportsPage.com. Still in a COVID protocol. Uh, I'm feeling a little down under the weather. Did test positive, but I did fight through it. So we're on the tail end here. We are on the tail end of COVID, ladies and gentlemen, for at least for me anyway, uh, for being in protocol. This week's guest, you see it on the show, T. Jeff Jarrett. That's right. Jeff Jarrett gave us a few minutes for this week's episode. We discuss his debut in GCW. We talk about his My World podcast, his relationship with Conrad Thompson, a little bit of family history with the Jarrett family in the world of professional wrestling. And much more. Talked a little sports in there. He's a big basketball uh, basketball fan, Tennessee Titans fan as well. And much more with J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. It's a little bit of a short interview, but it's still a good one. I hope you guys enjoy it. Follow us where all podcasts can be found. Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on YouTube. All we're uh, iHeartRadio, where all major podcasts are found. That's where we are, as well as on social media with Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, Linktree. And guys, like I said, we've been saying this for a while. Wrestling is on fire right now between MLW. Ring of Honor is going to be coming back in April. Impact Wrestling has been absolutely solid. Of course, the WWE and AEW, New Japan. And look, look at some of the big headlines that's been going on. And guys, for everybody who wants to know, I'm a real positive guy, right? I don't really like the, the negative headlines. I'm one of those wrestling fans where I don't care about the relationships between uh you know, men and women wrestlers off the uh, off camera. It's not. It's not our business. It's not what we do. You know, it's not. I don't think caring about what Sammy Guevara and Tay Conte are doing in their personal life are they flaunting it? Yes, they are. But that's their business. That's just the way I've always been. I'm not a huge fan of it. So let's just you know move on from that aspect. I'm talking about the wrestling world. Uh, let's start with AEW. You know, Cody Rhodes has been in a uh, COVID protocol. I, I know the feeling, and you know he is on a little bit of a sabbatical right now because he is going to be resting up to come back to fight the new interim TNT champion and Sammy Guevara. That match will happen. I don't understand all the backlash towards Cody Rhodes, to be honest with you. Uh, yes, he went a little Hollywood and yes, he's not around as much with AEW. Uh, and I, I don't know where all this hate for him is going. He's a very polarizing figure. Very interested to see what they do with him. Also, that happened this week. Uh, Malachi Black has a new partner. Brody King has officially joined AEW. Brody King, of course, a member of the Ring of Honor roster for a very long time, is now a major part of the AEW roster. Is been teaming with Malachi Black. Very interested to see where that relationship is going to go for the future. Last week's classic uh, Hangman Adam Page, Brian Danielson, number two, had judges and everything. They went 30 minutes. So who is enough for that? Who's next for the Hangman? Adam Cole is the number one contender. He's the number one ranked contender. But Lance Archer returned this past week and certainly made his presence known with, I don't know if Dan Lambert's by him. Size. By the way, how good of a heel is Dan Lambert? You just make, you just want to reach to the screen and just slap him. Um, and, of course, the CM Punk MJF food, uh, feud is going is, is building and building. That's one thing I really say about AEW compared to WWE. I'm sorry for picking on the WWE like this, but the slow burn with the feuds, if this was WWE and MJF and CM Punk would have already fought twice. I'm just, I'm just calling it like it is. Those two guys would have gotten physical. They would have been, had been battled twice already. AEW is making this, the, the sign of a great feud is being able to 
build and climax it to your point where you want to see the guys fight and also find a way to build other stars in it. And that's what they're doing with Wardlow and some and uh, Sean Spears. Other guys, because of this feud with MJF and CM Punk, are getting the opportunity to get their business card out there and have some TV time. And I think that's so important. I think that's so, so, and so important. I really, really dug it. And so far, that's been my favorite thing on Dynamite. Uh, it looks like the Acclaimed is going to be getting a shot at the Jurassic Express. And I got to tell you, man, that Acclaimed, I hated them when they started, but man, they're they're brash, they're cocky, and they're not bad in the ring either. And I really enjoy that. Of course, you have other great heel teams like FTR, uh, Redragon. Oh, my God. I'm such a big fan of Redragon. It's ridiculous. And Adam Cole. Glad to see the Undisputed Era come over to uh, to AEW. And it's be fun to watch that. They're feuding with the best friends. And Orange Cassidy's gotten a little stale, guys. You only can go so far with a character like that. But Orange Cassidy is sort of taken that way of, of being an oversaturated character. And he's not even on TV that much, but he's become like the puppet where all the heels to get over go after him because he is a little popular. Over on the WWE side, look... I'm not wouldn't be lying to you if I told you I'm following everything that's going on with the WWE because some of it's not really fun to watch. You know, obviously you have the Lesnar Heyman Brock situation. I, I know I've been tuning in for that aspect of it. And at that part of it's been really, really fun. But you look around the rest of the WWE, Brock and Bobby Lashley are gonna give it a go. I have Sami Zayn has done an excellent job. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with Seth Rollins because the rumor had it again, just a rumor. Seth Rollins was supposed to win the WWE championship uh, at, at day one. And that plan had changed, obviously when Brock Lesnar was inserted in the match. So now there's this rumor going around about switching the titles around where the WWE championship is going to go uh, to SmackDown and the Universal Championship is going to go to Raw and we're going to change all this stuff up and the blue belts can become a red belt and all these different things. Very, it's going to be very, very fun and interesting to, to, to watch and check out and see how this whole thing plays out with the WWE over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Impact Wrestling, I tell you, Mickey James, I, here's the part that I'm a little confused with with this whole Mickey James going into the Royal Rumble. I, As far as I know, she was still contracted with the NWA and she was cross-promoting with Impact, and now she's going back to the WWE for the Royal Rumble as Impact World Champion. So technically, Mickey's working with three organizations in one shot. Now, I, I'm not 100% sure, so if, if people are going to quote me on this, I, and I'm, I'm wrong, please don't shoot the messenger. I am under the impression that she is still under contract with the NWA. So that is what my assumption is. If she's not, then feel free to correct me, and we'll we'll go from there. But as far as I know, She's an NWA roster member who's crossed over to Impact, and it's going to be involved with the Royal Rumble. If I'm wrong, please correct me. We'll go from there. Uh, but I think you guys have heard enough of me rambling on. I wanted to just discuss a little bit what was going on in the world of professional wrestling that we've got caught up with this week. Right now, let's. I think it's time to hear from J E Double F. Ha ha. -E Double T. That's Jeff Jarrett here on the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast right after this. All right, back here on the Cut for Wrestling podcast with the one and only the Hall of Famer, the legend, the host of his very own podcast, My World. It is Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, good to see you, my friend. Randy, how you doing, sir? Uh, it's been a while. It's been the uh, last time you and I spoke, you were just going into the Hall of Fame. You got the uh, induction announcement. And uh, a couple of things have been going on with you since then. You know, 
we have, let me see, you have this brand new podcast, My World with Conrad <laughs> Thompson, and which is very entertaining. I love listening to it. Love hearing the old stories. And uh, also you happen to show up at, G- at uh, GCW. So there happens to be a couple things going on. So it's a, it's a good time to talk to you, my friend. I really appreciate it. Hey man, turn your mic towards you. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're uh, there right. we go. Man, my, hey. Listen, you're the professional podcaster. I'm just here for the ride, man. That's <laughs> I'm kidding with you. Appreciate you having me on, man. Yes, a uh, lot, a lot going on. Pardon the pun in my world. Like you said, the podcast is rocking and rolling. We kicked off 2022 in a uh, really unique fashion in so many ways in the podcast world. We got a, gra- a lot of great things planned for the calendar year. Uh, in this month, we're going to be going to St. Louis. Jeff and Eric live.com, but no, me and Eric Bischoff are doing a live show with some yeah. special guests and Conrad's wound up. And then you just, uh, referenced, um, we'll call it my surprise appearance. <laughs> so, uh, that was very interesting feedback. And, um, as we, uh, head into this weekend, headed to Chicago, um, for my second, um, GCW, my first announced appearance. So a lot to get off my chest, Randy, at the appropriate time. You know, how does it feel knowing with the career that you've had and the legacy that you've sort of built for yourself that you can still make the type of impact that you made like you did a couple weeks ago over at GCW? Can you rephrase that question, restate that question? I want to make sure I answer it correctly because a no, lot of No things- problem. No, no problem. So you, you've built quite a career. You have, you know, a hell of a resume, hell of a track record. But to still at this point of your career in 20, now that we are in 2022, being able to create a, create a buzz like you did at GCW, how does that make you feel knowing that you still have that type of impact here in the pro wrestling? Hey, him, damn lucky. I just want to make sure that I heard your question right. How does it make you feel? Yeah, very lucky. Blessed is, is another word for it. Um, you know, it, it's one of the things that, uh, you know, me and Conrad have discussions sometimes on air, sometimes off air. Um, but you know, when we get into the discussions on my world or we're talking about GCW or we're talking about different projects, I'm working with a gaming company. Um, look, uh, I'm doing all kinds of different things. I got an international project that I'm working on all, all of that at the end of the day is really driven by my passion for the industry. And, um, you know, looking back on my career, I feel very fortunate. Uh, but then, you know, I get the opportunity also to look at my father's career and my grandmother's career. So three generations in the industry, uh, my grandmother started in 1946. So, you know, we're, we're coming on 75, 76 years of, of the family being in the industry, but I love it. I got a passion for it. I love to see promotions do well, no matter where they're at. Uh, this uh, promotion that we've kicked off with fight called pick a fight. Uh, it's the, the, the best technology, best streaming service. Uh, it's a one-stop shop for all combat sports, boxing, MMA, professional wrestling. And, um, you know, I've just got a passion for it. And in the world we live in today, you, you don't have to wait just for Saturday mornings or Monday nights to consume your content. You can con- uh, consume it literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, uh, my passion drives me and I do, I feel very fortunate to uh, get the opportunities that I get. And it's funny too, you, you, you mentioned Conrad. We had Conrad on our show uh, last year. Talk to me on how your podcast came around. Um, I've listened to it. I love the fact that we were able to sort of get 
the reasoning about what happened back in 1995 with you and Road Dog walking out after that and the idea of what happened behind the Bash of the Beach. How you being able to tell your stories with Conrad and talk to me how the, how the concept came together, what made what made a decision for now to be the time to have this podcast? Talk, if you, can you just map us through how that came up? You know, and I've, I've told this story a couple of different times and each time I always go back to, to, to really two, two big things. Now, Conrad got into the podcast Bisting. He, he did, uh, Rick Flair, he did Bruce Pritchard and, and others came on board, but as it relates to me, he, I was on their very first live show, but he wanted me to do it. And I had no interest, but two things that, that I'll fast forward to that, you know, during uh, the pandemic, the, the first major lockdown of everything, everybody, look, I'd never experienced that in my life. I'd been on the road, you know, uh, since I got into this industry and, and even summers before I got into the industry, I'd always been on the road. So, you know, being truly locked down in a house and, you know, you know, nobody's going anywhere. Um, you know, I've always watched sports, but, uh, there weren't live sports. So watching different TV shows, uh, but I'm sure Randy, we've had our fun chats about sports, but I watched the last dance with Michael Jordan. And when I watched that documentary and I'm a basketball junkie, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm certainly a Michael Jordan fan, uh, in and out of the, in and off the court. Um, uh, but when I saw that documentary and I saw the footage that was 20 years prior. And then Michael look at his laptop, view it and look up at the screen and kind you know, and, and react to it. Sometimes he was mad. Sometimes he was sad. Sometimes he's angry. It really resonated with me as not just a fan, but also as a, as a, as a producer, as a, a talent that like, I'm so in, engaged in this programming because I remember watching those bulls finals. I remember him going off and so disappointed what you're going to go play baseball, you know, right in after he'd won all those Remember different that. things. But then I got to see the story of his run and I, and I'm not a binge watcher on TV. I'm just not one of those folks. I, I probably can't sit still uh, for longer than one episode of something, but I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch when episode one was over. I wanted to watch episode two because I was so engaged. So, watching the last dance and then Conrad consistently staying on me for three or four years. And then as we were coming out of that, he approached me and I said, I right, Conrad, let's really talk business and the mechanics. And when he sort of laid out that it's much, much bigger than radio, what we do is obviously we're not guest driven and we create content that's evergreen, which means if you pick up uh, my world today, you can go back and, you know, you can start at episode one, and it, it does it. It's evergreen. It, it lasts, you know, there, there's no real time step. It's not news. And so, uh, that, and the, you know, we can sell merch and do live shows and get sponsors on. We have Geico and we have all these blue chip sponsors. It's really, really cool to see the business model level and the platform. And, and look, you know, um, I'm into minor league baseball now. Like I said earlier, I'm working on a gaming company. I've got international. So my podcast is, 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 is an outlet for me to, um, continue to dive into, um, all things, Jeff Jarrett, if you will. And I, I, I love, uh, going in and the team with the research and, and really, really diving into it. If somebody's going to invest two or three hours into listening to a podcast. I want to make sure that I deliver everything I possibly can. Has there been a favorite episode that you've had so far? Oh, wow. Randy. Um, you know, 
it, it, it really, there are so many, there are, you know, I get a lot of positive feedback off of the Owen episode. I also get a lot of positive. And, and so that that's one type of episode. And then me walking out on Vince is another type of feedback. And then my China match or bash at the beach or a TNA founding of that story. You know, Conrad really looks at the whole menu of all 35 years and running. And so it's a, you know, so I don't really have a single favorite episode. I have a lot of ones that I really enjoyed. And then, you know, we did an episode on Dallas that happened in the late eighties that I was such a young kid, but man, the research that was done on it and digging up court cases and court documents and the research and all that, it was fascinating to me that now an adult Jeff Jarrett gets to go back and look at, uh, uh, you know, basically a, a teenager Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, wow, man, did I get an education? And I didn't even realize it. While I have you for another minute or two here, you and I are, uh, are both sports fans. You and I have talked sports a lot in the past. I got to get your opinion both on the Memphis Grizzlies, the hottest team in the NBA. I know you're a basketball junkie and also your Tennessee Titans. The Grizzlies basketball is a game, no matter how you, this is what's kind of fascinating. And I think it really is amplified in modern NBA. It is a game of spurts. You can score so quick. Now you, you can go up by 20 quickly. You can go right back down. I mean, there was a record set the other night. I'm not sure. Was it the Knicks that were down 25 and they, they it just, so, so basketball's always been a game of spurts, but you know, a team can get, uh, one player can get three fouls on him by the second quarter. He's got to sit or, or you go on a 20 0 run. They're hot right now, but we're January. Yeah. So, 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 so don't get too low or don't get too high. I'm happy for it. It's my home, you know, it's my home state and all that, but I realize it's January End of story, Randy. Now my yeah. Titans, everybody counted us out when uh, King Henry, uh, got put on the sidelines, but people, and I get asked this all the time. I've done local radio. I've done national radio at the end of the day, they say, man, what is it? I, I truly believe it's this simple, the culture, because everybody is playing for next year, because if you can bring, and that's why I put it, you know, Vrabel's an awesome coach, but without John Robinson, the general manager, plucking these players from all over the place, we set a record by most players uh, under uniform because of COVID and injuries and all that. That means the culture's right and the culture is right. And so I don't want to get over my skis because it's NFL, a league of parity, but getting King Henry back, we get a good 12, 14 day rest. Tighten up, Randy. Let's end all that, brother. Tighten up. <laughs> Jeff Shower here on the Cup for Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. I know you're the busiest man in show business right now. So uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes. Thanks, Randy. Have a great day, my man. Tighten up. All right. So that was Jeff Shower here on the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for making us a part of your week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on all social media platforms. Of course, we are all over the podcast scene. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Thank you for making us a part of your week. And go back and listen to the archives of some of the great interviews we had, not only just with me, but with Emirato Rivera. He was a part of the show. We did some really, really great interviews. We want to make 2022 better than 2021. So thank you so much for making us a part of the week. Check out the archives. Thank you to Alyssa and Andrew for making the show uh, the best we can behind the scenes. Our staff is going to be growing. And check out next week's show. We have O'Shea Edwards from Ring of Honor, 
who's now a free, technically a free agent, but he's part of Shane Taylor Promotions. You don't want to miss that interview. It was a really good interview. So that's coming up next week here on the Cup of Wrestling Podcast. For Randy Zellia from BackSportsPage.com, from all of us to you, Happy New Year, and check out more episodes of the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast, courtesy of BackSportsPage.com.